Hello and welcome to that podcast. This is our first episode of 2021. My name is Ryan Janke and I am joined as always by Pastor DJ Lura and Sarah DeYoung. And we've got a lot to cover today, including a guest who we will uh, who will likely be a regular on that podcast. Can I do it now? Uh, we welcome the newest member on staff. The timing was no good. I thought the timing was great. <laughs> I was trying to lead into it, get a little, you know. Yeah. We welcome the newest member on staff here at Atonement Fargo, Jen Kaminsky Horak. Did I pronounce that right? Yeah, you did. Good. Ooh. Man, that's, it go. that's long. I've been practicing my sound effects over the Christmas break. So. <laughs> did you ever find out who uh, who gave you the labeler? Yes. For that? Yes, I did. You did. Do you want yes, to out did. that person here? I, I'm not because uh, uh, two of my colleagues in this room broke the eighth commandment concerning that person. So we're just gonna. Let I didn't it slide. say anything. Hmm. I didn't say anything. Well, I was told by both of you that you did not know who it was, but you did. I never oh. said that I didn't know who it was. <laughs> or did I? I think you did. <laughs> <laughs> not Sarah. Then I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to begrudge like, Sarah. I think I did. <clears throat> My script got derailed already. <laughs> That's what you get for planning ahead. <laughs> Jen is our new director of high school ministry and modern worship leader. So, Jen, welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> so, as I mentioned, we have a lot to get to today. Included, what are you laughing at? You with your script. I had to. I can't. You know how much we've got to do today? Have you ever seen SNL on... Um, I've seen it, Well, yes. Weekend Update when they've got the uh, Bar Mitzvah Boy on. Was that Adam Sandler? No, I can't think of... Oh, it's a newer one. And the characters where he like reads along to a script, like follows along with his finger, and then like stops and waits for a reply. <laughs> and that's... <laughs> I'm not waiting for anybody's hey, reply. Oh no. I've got this. I'll read it straight through if I have to. This is a new year. We are sharp and prepared, not just the, the goofy ramblings uh, of 2020 that we had, right? I, I mean, we prepared. It's big yeah, time we, business now. That's right. We couldn't look like a bunch of goofs with Jen on for our I first time. to look professional here. <laughs> you apologize so, for all the 2020 guests that we looked like goofs to. Oh, man, that's true. Anyway, we've got a lot to do today including learning more about Jen and what she'll be up to here at Atonement. But first, how was everybody's Christmas and New Year's? I'm going last, by the way. Outstanding. 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 You know what's kind of neat is that um, on Christmas Eve, Mm -hmm. we had already prepared worship. Mm -hmm. And so for the first time in my entire are you, break, are you breaking pastor. the fourth wall there? Am I? Yeah. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm kind of saying how the sausage is made a little <laughs> bit. But for the first time, for me, uh-huh. uh, in the entire time that I've been a pastor, I was not doing five services on Christmas Eve. Yeah. How was that? It was different because a year ago it was the it was the Ryan and DJ show it was. for the the candlelight service. And yep, and, and it was a lot like uh, DJ was like uh, uh, now take this, don't take this the wrong way. Sure, but DJ was like Tom Green from the Tom Green show, and Ryan was like the guy who sits way in the back just laughing at everything and and drinking coffee. <laughs> Remember that? I think there was eight people in that service too. 
<laughs> it was good times. There wasn't many. The trick was getting the doors unlocked for me. I could not figure out how to do we that. We struggled for a while. And it was cold. It was really cold. Anyway, um, but I got to be with my family, mm-hmm. and we loaded up the, the Griswold family station wagon Yep, and drove uh, to see more family in, um, in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And what was neat about that is we got to stay with them for a few days into um, the 27th, the Sunday service. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, this is the first time I've gotten to do this really, but here I am sitting in front of a TV mm-hmm. with about 15 other people and we streamed our worship service in. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't done that. It was I, neat. It was neat. Yep. And it got me thinking like, okay, so how many people are present for each one of those streams that we see of people tuning mm. in to worship. Yeah. I mean, it, it's hard to make it just a one-to-one right. measure, yeah, you right? Don't know. Yeah, it could be one. Anecdotally, it could be, it could be 15. Well, mm-hmm. and it, yeah, you never know. So I have a question because I worked for the street department for 13 years before I started, it, before I did anything else. When you woke up on Christmas, were you kind of fidgety, like nervous, like it's Christmas Day? should be doing something. Yeah, and I was like that on Christmas Eve, too. Yeah, because the the first time it snowed after I was done on the street department, I was like... It's uh, it's that feeling of it's like... It's only sanding weather right now. I, I, <laughs> I, I'm forgetting to do something, because like my first Black Friday not working in retail, that's... I was like, I don't have to go to bed by 4 p.m. to get up <laughs> at 10 and then get into work. Yeah. What am I doing? Yeah. It just feels off, but it was... I, I had, a, had a blast with my family... And we had a great Christmas, and Santa was able to find us even though we weren't in our house, which made my seven-year-old son really happy mm-hmm. that Santa showed up. And uh, it was just a ball. And then on on New Year's, um, New Year's Eve, it was pretty low key. We just yeah. we were back home, and just me and my family, and cool. Didn't even watch the ball drop. Just I, I think we watched like Friends or something. No, nice. So, but the kids <laughs> had, the kids had to stay up till midnight. I think my wife went to bed at like nine thirty. <laughs> So. Cool. How was yours? Uh, well, I, like I said, I'll get to mine last. Okay. D- Jen, how was your Christmas and New Year's? Mine was good, too. Um, uh, my parents and I went to North Carolina to visit my brother and sister-in-law. You were um, in Raleigh, huh? Yeah, I was in nice. Raleigh. That was really fun because um, my parents hadn't seen where they um, where my brother lived yet because they just moved recently. So we drove around a lot and looked at the area. So that was really fun. Um, Did and you then, go see Duke and University of North Carolina? And um, No, we actually didn't. Okay. Um, not this time anyway. I went there once before and we went up to UNC and it's very beautiful there. Very cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's a beautiful area. Raleigh's, mm-hmm. Raleigh's pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. And then we ended up driving down to Orlando, which is uh, where my grandma lives. So we got to spend time with her on Christmas Eve. Um, How yep. far a drive is that? It's nine hours. I was going to ask, how fast did you do that drive? It's not how far is it. It uh, usually depends on the driver. <laughs> yeah, probably more like 10, maybe 11. <laughs> yeah, so we did that and and spent Christmas Eve with my grandma and then uh, Christmas Day with just the, the five of us. So it was That's a lot great. of fun. Cool. Mm-hmm. Sarah? It's a good time. I got to, uh, this is one of the things that I've actually enjoyed about COVID is the working from home. So I got to work from home home and the week of Christmas I was in Sioux Falls getting to spend time with my parents and my sister and new brother-in-law. 
Um, yeah. And then New Year's Eve, I have a theory because it was spent with kind of my close circle of friends and um, my friend Alyssa and her husband Cole have a two-year-old daughter whose great aunt got her a s'mores maker for Christmas. Cool. <laughs> And really? I'm convinced those... Isn't that just a campfire? Yeah. <laughs> it, it was literally a hot plate with a cover. Oh, and then some sticks that came with it. But I'm convinced those don't exist for kids to enjoy. It's for parents because we played board games and made s'mores mm-hmm. all New Year's Eve. And best one to date. Outstanding. Nice. That's great. Cool. Hey, you can tell Pastor Cross's influence on me again because I keep saying outstanding instead of awesome. <laughs> I think I said a couple more awesomes when he wasn't around, but... <laughs> Outstanding, top notch, above board, <laughs> above average, <laughs> above average. I will say it sticks with you because I've heard people who are like, "Oh, that's awesome, that's awesome," and I'm like, it's "Like, I have to like suppress it." It's like nails on a chalkboard <laughs> yeah. now. Like, <sighs> that's awesome. God alone is awesome. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> oh, great. So, how was yours, Ryan? Mine was ruined. Oh, <laughs> by somebody sitting in this room. You ruined Me? Christmas. No, no Sarah. How did I ruin Christmas? Sarah ruined Christmas. What do you mean, how did you ruin Christmas? <laughs> was it the candy corn? You know what? We're going to get to the or candy corn. Or was it the... Um, <laughs> we'll get to I the saw ca- a really cool post. It was a meme. I sent it to YouTube that it was... <laughs> It was a picture of the building from Die Hard, and it was like written in the style of a like Memorial Day post. Of, like, yeah, never forget on this day, December twenty fourth. Oh, I thought that would have made your Christmas. Well, how did I ruin Christmas? How do you think you ruined Christmas, Sarah? Well, usually on my family's Christmas, it's telling inappropriate jokes that not everybody appreciates. You know, you're asking you're asking a dad question, which. Which I use to get my kids to yeah. admit to things that I don't know this about. Is, this is kind of like, do, do you want to ask me like, this is, I feel the same right now as how my parents' tactic before right. conferences was like, anything we need to know about right, before right. we mm-hmm. go in. What did you do? Well, let's put it, th- let's put it this way. What time did you get here today, Sarah? Uh, 3.30. That's when the podcast started. Why did you get here so late today, Sarah? <laughs> well... I'm technically only an on-air personality now for atonement and then a <laughs> congregation member, which has been very nice. <laughs> Get to come yes. in when I want, leave when I want. So I'm I'm saying that uh, uh, half half being uh, uh, serious and half joking. Um, that was one of the things I wanted to get to today. Was talk about Sarah. Mm-hmm. Sarah um, uh, is no longer working at Atonement, but is still going to be very much involved at Atonement. So uh, what mm-hmm. what are you doing nowadays, Sarah? Uh, nowadays, I am a marketing specialist for a healthcare system based out of Grand Forks. So I get to work from home uh, four of the five days of my week. And then one day a week, I go up there and I get to do all types of stuff with like new doctors coming into the system and um, content writing and all that type of stuff. So. Cool. So, so yeah. what, what day do you go up to Grand Forks? Does it change or yeah, is it like a whenever, separate? kind of whenever I want. Mondays and Wednesdays works best. So okay. back and forth. So it's not like you got to go and no. be in meetings and do all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good. I'm excited to uh, get to do a lot more of the fun stuff of at Atonement, not because I won't be here all the time for work. So I'll get to do a lot more. Come it's, in it's and going, hang out. It's going from being a have to to a want to. Exactly. I think she's calling us fun. Really? <laughs> That's oh, what she oh, said. That's a word. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sarah, 
Sarah, congratulations. Thank you. We know you'll do great at that. We're going to miss you here, but we're happy for you. I think I've said, side note to this, leading up to this on the staff, I think I've said more. I'm 25 years old. And the oh, amount really? of times that I was like, I'm not dying. <laughs> I am not dying. I will still be around. I am not dying is I mean, more than I, I think I it's more like, to. nope, you're dead to me. <laughs> Kind of. Yeah. That's why I thought you were asking what days she goes to Grand Forks so you could go let all the air out of her tires. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I got to keep to my script. Okay. Okay. So now back to Jen. We are excited you're here and excited for this. <laughs> well, I had to. You, you read it so, so like, we're excited you're here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to just link the bar mitzvah boy in like. Is that what it's like on the? the I don't know the skit. So yeah, is that, it, we're excited. Yeah, that he you like, are here. At first, he like talks about like the history of um, Judaism and all this stuff, and it's like, here's the history of Hanukkah. Da, 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 like very matter of fact, no voice inflection. <laughs> Pause for somebody to answer a question. Like he like asks a little bit of a loaded question. Be like. Or he'll, like, make a dig at his family and then, like, pause and then just keep going, like, in a second after. <laughs> I have to look that up afterward. Jen, we're excited yeah. that you're here. <laughs> there we go. Yes, we Thanks. are. <laughs> Why don't you introduce yourself and uh, uh, explain to everybody, kind of for, talk about what you do here at Atonement or what you will be doing. Sure, yeah. So my name, again, is Jen Kaminsky-Horak. Which I got uh, correct. Yeah, I'm impressed. Very nice. <laughs> and I'm from Fergus Falls, Minnesota. Um, yep, I've been going to Concordia College for the last four years. I'll be graduating this May. Um, yeah, I just have one more class this semester. So I've started full-time here at Atonement since the beginning of January, and it's going well so far. So I'm excited to be here. Um, I study music. My main instrument is saxophone and with minors in psychology and French. So, did I ask you like, um, is it an alto saxophone? Does it matter what kind of saxophone? I mean, or do you, you know, you're just yeah. an expert on saxophones? Yeah, I mean, I could play all of them, but my the one I play most often is alto, alto. and then after that, soprano. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. I learned something very interesting about uh, a saxophone. Yeah. I, I I played the saxophone when I was in. Middle school, many, many, awesome. many months ago, and <laughs> I'm not allowed to say that now. Don't you and so, why. so just something to remember: three, three digits of of months. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> it's kind of weird how we we. So anyway, um, Mel and I were cleaning up the house the other day, and she was like deep cleaning our um, our dryer, you know, washer and dryer. Mm -hmm. And so she's trying to clean up the lint trap and there's some lint. She just can't get out of there. And she's thinking, how in the world am I going to get in there? Well, a saxophone has specific cleaning tools okay. that are just long enough. You probably got to throw it away when you're done, but just wow. long enough that they can get down in a lint trap and get it all really? cleaned out oh, nice wow. and neat. So hmm. hold on to those. Just uh, in case. Just in case. <laughs> okay. In my defense, wow. I haven't played the saxophone in like, Many, many months. But so, do you still have it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's in the closet. Well, see, this is, uh, I Four also orders. played, I also played the saxophone you in, did? in middle Ooh. school and one of my like COVID lockdown things, I was like, man, I should go on eBay and just see how much it would be to like get one and like learn how to play one again. See if I can still do it. Mm -hmm. 
that's not a cheap uh, thing to <laughs> no. just rebuy. No, not really. Nope. Well, I can give you a really good deal, but the, uh, <laughs> the, the cleaning tool may need some. <laughs> might want to replace yeah. that, throw that one away. So, oh, man. I'm sorry, I just derailed that. So saxophone mm-hmm. and modern worship leader. Yes. Are they going to intersect at any point? You know, I hope so. <laughs> that would be great. The best songs um, have, have a saxophone. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Turn the Page by Bob Seger. Yep. That had a saxophone, didn't it? It did, yep. Uh, Hard Bruce, rock and roll. Bruce Huey Springsteen. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Bruce Springsteen. Mm-hmm. Huey Lewis in the News. Nice. Billy Joel songs. Billy Joel, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So high school ministry, you started. Eddie uh, and the Cruisers. Eddie and the Cruisers. Did you ever see that? No, but Kenny G. Did you mention Kenny G? Uh, no, I did not. See, uh, there you go. <laughs> you know, well, I don't think we talked about Kenny. Kenny. Yeah, yeah, she knows. <laughs> I was trying to think, um, does Uncle Jesse's band in Full House have a saxophone in it? I don't know. I don't know. They yet. should. Probably. Probably do. It's a good band. I don't know if they do. What is that band called? Uncle Jesse's band for uh, yeah. House. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Jesse in the something or full right. band. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, back to Ryan's script. Oh yeah, my <laughs> script. No, it's, <laughs> that's too much. Now uh, I, I think it's because you printed it out. If you just had it on your computer, n- none of this would, <laughs> none of us would know any wiser. That's true. I should have done that. Well, speaking a little bit about what. Jen does, having just started here, I can tell you that uh, at least this week, I think you've been processing a massive amounts of information yeah. just coming at you. Yeah. Um, and you've done it, you've done it admirably. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Yeah. Yep. Very good. So cool. Um, let's see. I can now, <laughs> now I'm, now I'm self-conscious about it here. There's nothing wrong with your script, Ryan. Actually, uh, somebody brought up candy corn earlier. And I have some information regarding a certain audio pack from Atonement that went missing. I have, I have information regarding that, Sarah. Oh. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the one that we had four of them and we could only find three. Mm-hmm. I have some information. Please reg- tell me it was buried under the candy corn on your uh, desk. Uh, no, no, no. But if you will give up who was involved with the candy corn, candy corn scheme, I will give up the goods on the audio pack. I think we can discuss this offline, Ryan. I need to talk to my lawyers. <laughs> well, why don't, okay, I'll, I'll give it up anyway, because it'll make for good podcasting. Uh, why don't you give uh, sort of the backstory on this? Uh, yeah, so when March rolled around and COVID happened, we were all home for a long time. So it was kind of like a never-ending juggle of like, okay, Yep, come in, record a video, bring the mic pack home. And it was between Ryan, myself, and Mark who were recording all these videos and editing them. And so it was a lot of back and forth. Mm -hmm. And we had, at the time, we only had three mic packs. I believe we bought another one over COVID. Could have been. But anyway, there was one of these that we couldn't find. And I was like, you know, like I, the last place I remembered, I was like, it's either at my house or it's in my desk. Mm -hmm. And since then, I have A, moved. Mm-hmm. And B, I'm no longer at my desk, and I couldn't find it anywhere. And I was like, I, it's yeah. not here. I know I don't have it. So we both, I think we all just kind of like never mentioned it again. Right. Like it was like, okay, we've got three now. Sounds good. Let's let's move on. If it ever shows up again, what a miracle! Great. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and it, so, did you have like a, 
like a, in your place, did you have like one spot where you throw a bunch of hoarding stuff? Like I'm going to keep this, I'm going to keep this. I have no idea why, but I'm going to hang on to it. Like, do you, do, do you have any of those DJ? Like I've got this. I have a saxophone in my closet <laughs> from when I was in seventh grade. Yes. That was only what, about six months ago? <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Well, so I have one as well. And, uh, <laughs> was it there? Well, maybe, or maybe not. I happened to be, uh, cleaning that out and I was like, what's this? The best part of this is when we were in the like thick of looking for this, I made the joke because one of the times when we recorded the podcast, I drove to Ryan's house, put it in his mailbox at his house. And that I was, was like, that was April 22nd, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, I, I got the file off. And, and I was, <laughs> is it from then? <laughs> I literally told him, I was like, check your mailbox. I bet you your postman probably every day is like, why is this still, what's this in his mailbox? And it's like concerned. I it, knew it. it. You, but just think of how clean your car and your your place and your desk were for, since April. She, she cleaned them all out, like for good. Well, not my car. Oh, not the car. But the but desk. everything else, yeah. And I was like, okay, these are all the like weird places that I can, I'll like put stuff as the like, I'll never forget it's here. Yep. And I'm sitting back going, you know what? That's probably going to come out of your paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it's back. It's, oh, good uh, to know. Yep. Back in the, on the premises. So we've got four again? Yep. We have four. Yep. So Jen. Yep. <laughs> I kind of interrupted you with my whole little story thing was um, you, you play the saxophone, yep. but you're also um, well-versed in like another field of study too, because do you have a double major? Um, I have two minors. Two minors. And yep. what are your two minors? Psychology and French. Psychology and French. And so you speak French. Yes. Would you say something in oh. French? Or is it more like you're, you're, word you know enough to be dangerous? <laughs> um, so there you go. Oh. What was that? Something in French. It is what? Quelque chose en français. <laughs> Cool. Nice. Go. That sounded very, you could have said anything. In yeah, we, yeah. yeah. We wouldn't know any better. <laughs> <laughs> Just finished cool. by saying Francais. <laughs> yeah, I know. It makes it count. <laughs> s'il vous plaît. Hey, yeah. Reserve s'il vous plaît. All I can think of is Bonsoir, and that's from a TikTok that I know that. <laughs> So what made you decide to, I, the, the music makes perfect sense, but what, what made you decide to minor in uh, French and in psychology? Um, for psychology, um, my mom is a psychologist, so I kind of grew up with that influence, and I always thought it was interesting. Yeah. I took like college psychology in high school, and I liked that. So that's one thing. And then for French, actually, it's kind of a funny story. So um I took French my freshman year of college just because I wanted to. I hadn't really ever studied it before. I did like Rosetta Stone once, but like, you know how that goes. <laughs> and so. No, actually, I don't. Uh, well, it doesn't go very well. Okay. I'll give you that. That and Duolingo. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. little owl just reminding you every day. And <laughs> like, here's dismiss. a word. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I took French my freshman year, and then I got so busy with music stuff that I was like, I don't think I can take French anymore. And it wasn't a I was just doing it for fun. And then I went on a um, summer mission with crew oh. after my sophomore year. Um, and I worked at Disney World. And I met someone there who um, was from France. And so uh, he was one of my coworkers. And our, like, outreach there was to get to know the international 
um, workers there and like that was like our ministry. So um, it's funny because one day we were driving back from Clearwater Beach, I think, and I was like, I love French and I just want to keep studying French, but I don't have time. And he says to me, you're young, you have time. <laughs> and he's a year younger than I am. So it's so funny, just in his French accent. And so I went back to school my junior year and I decided I wanted to get a French minor. And so I've taken like all of the French classes in the last three semesters. Cool. Well, that's yeah. really cool. It's great. And cool. so I, I just made the connection. Your grandma lives in Oregon, or Oregon. Your grandma lives in Orlando, mm -hmm. and you worked at Disney World. Yeah, and my brother and sister-in-law live there, too. They okay. used to. What What is it like? Can you give us, like, uh, some... You know, I don't want you to break any like non-disclosure agreements or anything with, with Disney. <laughs> with but Disney, Ooh. what's it? What's <laughs> it like? What's it like working there? Oh wow, it's wild. Because you're not an employee, you're a you're a cast member. That's right. right? Yeah, you're yeah. a cast member. So the whole Disney thing is like a show that you're putting on, and so you're a cast member. It's your job to maintain the show aspect. So that's why everyone's always dressed up and mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And I worked at a. Um, quick food service restaurant in Magic Kingdom. It was in uh, Frontierland, so it was all, you know, there was Yeehaw music playing the whole day. It was, it was, yep, it's great. I think there's like... Country and Western. Yeah, <laughs> Both kinds of music. Yes. I think there's like a six-song instrumental Yeehaw music track going on literally the entire day, and after a while, you're just like, wow. Oh, wow, okay. But, but you got to keep that smile on and exactly. keep that upbeat attitude. Yeah. So I, I've read, um, like, preparing to take the family on a Disney World mm -hmm. trip, mm -hmm. like the secret things of Disney that you need to do. And one oh, of them yeah. that I thought was kind of neat was the pins. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, Did that's Did you have to really wear the fun. pins um, and trade them with kids and stuff? I couldn't because I was in food service, but um, my family's always gone to Disney World because we've always had family in Florida, and we love pin trading, so okay. it's very fun. Yeah. The, the pins are cool. Uh, when we went, we had Eli. It was Eli's birthday month, and it was our anniversary month. Or, uh, I'm sorry, Haley's birthday month, our anniversary month, and all of our first times going to D Disney World, so we had buttons wow. all over the place. <laughs> yeah. So were you trading them with, with cast members? We, they, we, I don't think we ever traded any of them. Suppose I read something that there's some rare ones, and uh, if you can, like that's kind of the neat thing. And and if you speak to a cast member and they have one of the rare ones, they'll give you one of the rare ones for one of the not so rare ones. Mm. I guess I don't know. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so that's kind of the fun little as you're enjoying the rides and everything else, you can connect with some of the. They know how to do customer folks. service there. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, big time. Pretty fun. And how long ago was that? Um. So that was the summer of. 2019 okay 20, i think 20 like a year and a half ago how was yeah. uh how was i've only been to orlando in like october how was it in the summertime oh it was hot, <laughs> so hot. <laughs> yeah it was really hot like humid it's got to oh, be miserable yeah. hot in the summer bad. in frontier land <laughs> yep my hair looked bad the whole time <laughs> <laughs> that's funny I had a question, but I didn't have it on my script. Now I forgot it. It's about Disney World? No. Pins? No, 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 no. None of that. I don't remember. Well, and so being in crew. Uh, crew. That was my question. <laughs> mind reading it's, like, it's like we're here. Yeah. We're right here. Go ahead. Well, first of all, what is crew for, for people who don't know what crew is? So crew used to be called Campus Crusade for Christ, and it's like a... Um, 
it's like ministry organization. Um, I've been a part of it in college, so um, that's a big focus. They have a bunch of different branches, though, too. But um, yeah, so it's like a ministry for college students. And then I've also been a part of the international student branch of Crew, which is called Bridges, and we like um, like equip international students in their faith and that kind of thing. Cool. Okay, sorry. No, no, no. That was <laughs> that's where I was going. Oh, so. okay. Mm-hmm. I told you we're we're mind melding over here. We're on the same wavelength. <laughs> nice. It's it's been a while since we've been in here. Yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah, that's why I'm all out of sorts. Well, Jen, we are script. we are so happy that you're here and and already think that you're you're a great part of this team and um, just seeing you interact with with the high school youth uh, last night it just it it all felt right to me. So I'm, I'm excited to have you here. Thanks. Did you read my script? It, was that next? <laughs> it says, we are excited you are here and excited for the talents you are going to bring to a tournament. <clears throat> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> read my script. <laughs> Do you feel robbed, Ryan? No, like not really. stole your thunder? No, 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 not at all. <laughs> See, I've been practicing over the Christmas break. (laughs) I feel like we almost need to send an apology to your family if you were at home just pressing those (laughs) buttons for two weeks. If that's what I was doing, you would not see me here. You'd be coming to my funeral. (laughs) Oh, man, that's funny. Okay, let's see. We've got a question. We are excited that you are here. And the talents you will bring. Yeah, I embellished that a little bit. Pause for response. Show emotion. I, yeah, I, I, I did that on purpose. Come on. All right. So we have a question. Okay. I didn't tell you we have a question. No, I'm completely unprepared. Is okay. it for me or well, for all of us? I suppose it could be for all of us, but... Uh, Put Jen on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> this comes from Lisa H. Mm. We talked about this on the last one. Did we? Yeah. Well, we gave a teaser on the last one. Oh, yeah. So you know we, the question that's coming. <clears throat> it was so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole okay. year ago. It was ago. a whole year ago. <laughs> Back in 2020. Okay. Ready? Ready. Where is God when bad things happen? Ready for my answer? Well, that's why I asked the question. With you and for you. Shall I, shall I add more? If you wouldn't mind, because the next thing on my list is pray. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks, guys, for another riveting episode. <laughs> you know, um, it's, it's a great question. It's a question that we all struggle with because, especially in those hard times, uh, it's the natural inclination is for us to cry out, you know, where are you, God? Why is this happening? Um, the cross shows us that especially in times of suffering, it is God himself who is suffering with you and for you. Jesus died on the cross historically 2,000 years ago, um, but he's still redeeming the world, and um, his suffering is continuous and unending in the sense that he takes upon himself our suffering. So Jesus promises... In Matthew 28, um, remember I am with you always to the end of the age. And God doesn't say that in being in relationship with him that we're not going to have tough times. We live in a broken world. 
We live in a world where there is evil. We live in a world where there is death. Um, <clears throat> sin, death, and the devil are still very active at this time and in this place. But in God's grand plan, as scripture shares with us, is that the reason why everything hasn't come to an end yet is because God is still in the business of turning sinners into saints through faith in Jesus. And so until he's done doing that, we have a long-suffering and merciful God who is suffering with us and suffering for us in the midst of our suffering. It doesn't take us around the storm, but he takes us through it. And so when suffering happens and you're wondering, where is God? Always remind yourself that he is with you and for you because that's the promise that Jesus makes and that Jesus guarantees by dying on the cross and then rising. That even in your suffering now, this suffering will not go on forever. There is hope uh, and there is new life, even in the face of death. That's the thing that um, the early church really hit home and, and confounded the powers that be, the Romans and so on, is that Christians would willingly suffer and die for the sake of the gospel um, in the face of, of, of oppression. Um, we have writings of <clears throat> a Roman general who was like, you know, these Christians are an odd lot. Um, it's against the law for them to be Christians, according to the emperor. They don't want to worship the emperor like everyone else. They don't want to do all the things that everyone does. They're haters of humanity for that reason. That's what the Romans thought. <clears throat> and so I'll ask them, do you believe in Jesus? And if they say yes, I'll ask them one more time, are you sure? Do you believe in Jesus? If they say yes a second time, I kill them for no other reason than their insolence. So the term martyr really is, it, it, it's taken on this connotation of dying for the faith, but it really means just the witness, a witness, right? Mm-hmm. So martyrios. And so it's, it's the faithfulness of the martyrs that's actually brought us to where we are today as a society in Western culture. Um, and it's the witness that they gave that expanded the kingdom. And they were willingly um, choosing to suffer and die for the faith rather than reject Jesus. Does, that, does all that make sense? I mean, it's, it's important to remember that God is with you and for you, specifically in your suffering. I'll just leave it there. Any other thoughts, questions, comments? Anyone else want to chime in? No. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> you answered the question too well, DJ. Yeah. <sighs> well. Plus, I didn't have anything written on my script. Oh. <laughs> <what? laughs> Here, give it to me. I'll write something. <laughs> Notes for next I hope week. I hope uh, I, I hope if if that does not satisfy Lisa H that she will give us a a follow up. Okay, that sounds good. Because this is the issue that we all struggle with in our lives. Because there's not a personal life that doesn't suffer at some point, mm-hmm. and wonder where is God. Right. Excellent. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Man, things go a lot faster when you have a script. <laughs> yeah, we're only at thirty five minutes. Oh no. Hmm. Well. Going to start telling jokes, Ryan? Or? Uh, no. No. We better not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, again, Jen, 
thanks for coming on that podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're excited that you're here. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though my script says that, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's true. I actually mean it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, we'll see. Uh, uh, hopefully, we can um, we can uh, get back to some of the shenanigans we had pre pre COVID for for um, youth ministry, like like um, mission trips and that sort of thing. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. It's it's getting exciting. I mean, what did we do yesterday? We had youth in the building. Yeah, and uh, and it was great. Yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun having them here, and um, um, we had um, we we had uh, almost everybody here that was that was expected. Uh, yep, that was expected to be here. Yeah, we have some online students, but yeah, almost everyone was here that was expected to be here. It was yeah. really really cool. Um, we did something neat. Um, uh, Jen was leading Elevate. That's our 10th through 12th grade. And we got to have some Zoom in as well. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. How did that How did that go? Did you, play, did you play any games over the Zoom? Yeah, Jen ran the show. I just sat back and Look, stared, looked pretty. S- stared yes. at my Zoom, <laughs> Zoom screen. And yeah, she had, she had a couple different then. things to... <laughs> She had, I wanted to do some things that we probably can't. I wanted to do like some some uh, large group games mm-hmm. uh, where there's a little bit of like physical contact and you can't oh, you can't yeah. do that right can't now. Do that. And uh, but Jen came up with with a great kind of just talking, getting to know each other, um, guessing who it is type thing. And, oh. it, and it was neat because we were able to tie the the Zoom folks on Zoom into that conversation as well. Cool, that's fun. Pretty good, I'd say. Nice. Did you learn anything? Start. You were like, oh boy. I <laughs> what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> not too much. Nah, I did, went in knowing nothing about anyone, so I learned a lot, <laughs> which is good. Well, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a ringing approval. I asked my teenager, so how did it go? And this is what she said to me. It was fine. <laughs> well, that's that's two thumbs up. Yes, that's huge. <laughs> that's five star in teenager talk. Yes, it is. And yeah. then I said, "Was it fun?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to go back? Uh huh. Yeah. If you can get if best it, conversation I've had with my daughter in weeks. <laughs> if wow. you if you can get more than a grunt, you're doing you're doing pretty good when you're dealing. Or what? <laughs> and you didn't just get the the shoulder. No, sort of like, no. Hey. I, actual mm. words. It was kind of monosyllabic, only one syllable, but yeah. you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it was good. Good. So yeah, that's a ringing approval from from my daughter. So. Sweet, excellent, because I can't say awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to pick up the script from here? Or you... Do you want to write one for next week? No, I might have to ditch the script. Oh. I feel like we need to add it to the wall. <laughs> it needs to go. On the script the wall. needs to go up on the wall. Yep. I didn't stick we exactly to it. We have a lot of white space. It. Yeah, we fill do. in there. Yeah, there's a lot to go up there. All right, so. Do we have anything else? Is that it? I think that's fine. All yeah. right, we're just getting warmed up for 2021. Yeah, right? it's it's uh, it's exciting. We got a lot. Actually, uh, next week we are scheduled to have a guest who's an author. Actually, this person is. Um, I saw a lot of people on Facebook were like, for 2021, I want to read this many books. Like, I want to do 45 books or 60 books or, like, maybe I'll get one done. But, uh, <laughs> so I thought, well. Does the Bible count, Ryan? 
Well, then there, then if the Bible counts, then it'll be one. You know what? Actually, there is something I want to ask you to talk about, and and so don't leave. There's something I want to ask you. Okay, so okay. We're, so we're not uh, on here. Oh, but you finish what you're saying. I don't oh, I, I see what you're I see what you're saying. So anyway, um, I thought, well, man, there's got to be some Christian authors, right? There has to be. Mm-hmm. So I, I did. Some, <laughs> I At know, least one. I know there's Christian <laughs> authors. It's got to be somewhere. <laughs> nope, C.S. Lewis was the last one. <laughs> he said it all. Yep. They're, they're all done. They're so called The it, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. <laughs> yep. So anyway, I, I went on the Google machine, and I've, I found one uh, and reached out to him, and he is going to be on hopefully next week. Awesome. Be oh, outstanding. Oh, fabulous. <laughs> So yeah, uh, hopefully next week we'll have a, an author. And actually, um, he he writes books. Uh, that obviously he writes books. He's an author. Um, but that, <laughs> biblical fiction is what he writes. Oh, okay. <laughs> so funny. Right. Obviously, he writes books. He's an author. <laughs> I can't wait to meet him. It'll be good. Yeah, it'll be good. But cool. he, but what I was getting at is that uh, he does a lot more than that. He writes scripts. Uh, he he plays uh, um, several instruments, I believe. Uh, he's very, very talented. And so it's going to be fun to have him on to talk about the books that he writes as an author. Yeah. Excellent. Because he writes books. 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 Because he's an author. <laughs> All right, what'd you have? Okay, so... <laughs> In this room, there's all kinds of new adventures happening. Sarah's starting a new adventure. Mm-hmm. Jen is starting a new adventure. Mm-hmm. And I happen to know that you've thrown your hat in the ring. Oh. And so I want to know. For what? If the call has come yet. No. Um, well, everybody, I suppose everybody should know that I may be going the way of Sarah. Yeah. What? On to new adventures. Yeah. yeah. On Where? Where? Well, so I can tell you for a fact that this package that I sent has not been delivered yet because it was scheduled for the 9th. Okay. All right. But um, hold on. You you caught me off guard here. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry to spring it on you. Yeah. It's, it's all right. Um, nobody tells me anything anymore. Yeah. So anyway, um, I, I sent a cover letter and a resume. Both important things. Both very important things. Um, uh, however, I don't want anybody to get... Uh, people just turned their radio off right now. <laughs> Did you know that? Do you want to like mute you and you can just whisper it to us? No, no. I, I'll actually read the letter. Um, do you think I should read the letter or, or let it go? I think you certainly can. Okay. This is important stuff. It I is, think, it is important yeah, stuff. Your I, listeners would like to know. I applied for a general manager position. Uh, and here we go. Dear Mr. Elway, are you sick and tired of losing or not? Oh my goodness. I know I am, and I'm ready to help put a stop to it. Look, I'm not going to razzle you and dazzle you with a list of awards and how I managed this car lot or that XFL team. What I am going to do is tell you I've been a devoted fan of the Denver Broncos for 40 years. I lived through the radio dude living on the billboard until you won... I watched all your comeback wins. I cheered you and the Broncos on in person and from my living room in North Dakota. 
I tasted the Lombardi trophy from 1,000 miles away. I know I concede. I can succeed as general manager for the Denver Broncos. In a way, it's your fault. <laughs> you never gave up. And I learned from a very young age that a Denver Broncos football game isn't over until the clock reads 0-0. I felt the butterflies on the drive. I've been in the stands for the infamous, or the, the infamous, the famous Raiders, uh, the famous Elway comeback once against the Raiders on a Sunday night. I've cried over losses, hardest when the Jaguars knocked us off in the 96 divisional round. I eat, sleep, and breathe Denver Broncos football, and you started it. <laughs> I'll be honest, John, I'm sick and tired of going 5-11 and 11 every year already. I know you are too. Hanging my head in shame in the concourse of U.S. Bank Stadium last season was the absolute pits, pardon my language. That was probably the most embarrassed I've ever been to be caught wearing, to be caught walking around in orange and blue. It stunk worse than that oversized sewer they call a stadium, and I'm over it. Look. You can bring in someone with 45 years of managerial experience or a resume longer than my left leg, but the truth of the matter is you cannot bring in someone who loves the Broncos like I do and has the natural ability to network, coordinate, and work as a team like I do. You can't teach that, and you can't teach Broncos culture. If you want someone to sweet-talk you and tell you all the right things and stroke your ego, I guess you can 86 this letter. However... If you're as sick and tired as I am of losing and want a guy who will set egos aside and work with anyone and everyone to bring the Denver Broncos back to the pinnacle of excellence in the NFL, give me a shot. What's the worst that can happen? We go 5-11? and 11? <laughs> If you've read this far, you know you want to call. You've got my number. Use it. Sincerely, one of the few people you can know for certain wants what's best for the Broncos. Ryan Janke. I think that's my favorite line when you're like, if you've read this far, you know you want to call. <laughs> and so I don't have the resume in front of me, but I did send a resume as well. Like how many years you've been watching? No, nope. under hobbies and interests, the last line uh, of hobbies and interests is sending unsolicited resumes and cover letters to, the, to John Elway. Well, one... I hope you get it. That's amazing. <laughs> I hope they... Did you include your address so they can at least like send you free merch? My address, email address, and phone oh, number, I'm, sir. I'm just making sure. His I pager. Also, I feel like we need to cover that. From a standpoint of people who are in the playoffs right now, this is not a joking matter because I'm actually concerned for my father's health right now. <laughs> he is a Cleveland Brown, Cleveland Browns fan. Oh, They beat the Steelers last Sunday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is huge. This is huge. It is. It is. I'm genuinely concerned that he will have a heart attack in the next six weeks until the Super Bowl. Now, now here's, uh -huh. the, here's the bad thing, though. If John is listening, he knows what's coming in the mail. Already. No. Well, he, now he's excited for it to come. Did you guys get the mail yet? <laughs> you, you, you've put him on the spot in the World Wide Webs. Calling him out. So, anyway, there's that. And then there's oh. a, so have you put your two weeks in yet, or are you just no, you're no, gonna wait no, till you hear no. back? Yeah, that's a good plan. Yep, yep. I better. Just I thought hold. you'd just keep doing both. Oh, yeah. Know? You can work from home for the work, Broncos, right? Work from take the take the Broncos <laughs> jet back and forth <laughs> on <night>? Sunday. Yeah. 
<laughs> noon, noon kickoffs are going to be tough. There's finally going to be a short service. Right, <laughs> <laughs> going to wrap it up. Jumbo jets warming we're, up. We're right going to need a giant pair of scissors for him in the back of the arc. Just going, cut it. <laughs> I'll have, to, I'll have to work with my friends on the street crew to, to turn university into a landing strip so that we can just take right off. I'm sure you can do it out the south lot. Why not? So. Well, Ryan, we're really excited for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you've got yeah. a good shot at it. Well, I'll tell you this. Don't hold your breath. <laughs> the real payoff, though, is that, and I love how you put this, whether you get a letter back, yes, rejecting him, signed yeah. by oh, Mr. Oa, that is actually. Uh, um, I'm hoping to at least get a signed rejection letter because I'll frame it and put it right up. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could, and I said if you just get returned to sender, you could put that up. And yeah, I feel like you at least need to like. I hope you, if you get a signed one back, I hope it goes like, "Here's my college diploma, here's my harvest workers." certification that I passed it all. Yep. Here's my rejection letter from the Denver Broncos. From John Elway himself. <laughs> Did you see that? He signed it and everything. It's not a stamp. I checked the ink. Yeah. Here's where he drugged the pen. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's some like executive assistant somewhere just da dunk da dunk yep. da dunk. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's so. good stuff. Yep. So. Here, I thought I actually missed something major. What do you mean? <laughs> Don't stifle his dreams. I'm, I'm sorry, Ryan. You definitely have a shot at it. Yep. Especially. <laughs> Dream big. Now, you guys Especially tricked me. Letter, you're like, look, John. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think my favorite part of all of that is, excuse my language, the pits. <laughs> Pardon my language. Yeah. Actually, I, I, you guys tricked me into calling U.S. Bank Stadium an oversized sewer on, <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> Please, uh, if anybody would like to send hate mail, it can be addressed to Atonement Lutheran Church, attention Ryan Janke. General manager of the Denver Broncos. 4601 South University Drive, Fargo, North Dakota, 58104. What's your zip code? 58104. You've been gone that long? Yep. (laughs) Lived in Moorhead that long already? We don't talk about that. We can edit that out. Yeah. I, I think we better wrap it up at this yeah. point. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Uh, would you like to it's pray? starting to smell like a sewer. <laughs> <laughs> like U.S. Bank Stadium. Jen, can I put you on the spot and ask you to pray us out? Yeah, sure. Would you do that? Thank you. Okay. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this day. Um, for the um, all the laughs we get to have on, on this what that podcast. Pardon me. <laughs> not this podcast. Um, <laughs> and Lord, we just uh, thank you. For the promise that you are in control and that you're with us in hard times too. Lord, we thank you for that reminder that you've given us today. Um, we pray that you um, bless everyone who's listening to um, this podcast, Lord, and that you just continue to go before go before us and be with us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. I had it scripted, but I don't care. Eat. You can uh, join us every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. and 10.30 a.m., um, at atonementfargo.org, atonement.live, and on YouTube by searching Atonement Fargo. So for Sarah DeYoung, Pastor DJ Lura, and Jen Kaminsky, Kaminsky Horak. Uh-huh. I'm Ryan Janke. It's saying so long, and join us next week for another riveting episode of that podcast.